The significance of the 1611 King James Version Bible was it, that it has no letter J. James was spelled E-Ames, and Jesus was spelled Iesus. Okay? Yeah. Disclosure. The Snatched Podcast is profane, politically incorrect, political insensitive, anti-organized religion, and is not safe for children or safe for work. Please listen responsibly. Yo! You're about to get snatched. Yo! Y'all listening to the Snatch Podcast. Y'all listening to the Snatch Podcast. Warning. If you listen to this, you're feeling so good. We are the Crumb Snatcher. Get snatched. Snatched. Peace! 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 Yo! Peace! Islam. Islam. Ashe. Ashe. Wakubat. Wakubat. Peace! Namaste. Namaste. Peace! Shalom. Shalom. Salam, salam. I acknowledge that. Peace. Respect, respect. I want to greet you in whatever your respective religious uh, dialect is. So this is so this is religion and the letter J and the letter J. I'm going into religion. Respect. I'm gonna break down the language. Respect. So. you already know I like to do PowerPoint presentations. So here we go. Religion and the letter J. Watch this. Religion and the letter J. Before I get into the science family, I just want to break some stuff down because my teaching is from a Afrocentric point of view. When the Tamahu says they discovered America, that's from their point of view. And that's okay, family. Everybody is supposed to have uh, a, a, a opinion or an understanding from their point of view. So I just want you to understand that my videos are from our point of view. So now, uh, in terms of religion, we have to acknowledge that religion was used to confuse the people. Let's start with the Tower of Babel, Genesis 11 and 7. It says, hold on two seconds. It says, come, let us go down and confuse their language and confuse their language there. So they will not understand one another's speech. So I want you to understand before I go into this, that religion was used as a means of confusion through the language. So why is this important? Well, it may not be important to any other people, but for you and me, the melanated people, we don't have our mother tongue. We don't speak our mother tongue because a lot of you, uh, uh, Niggas, I, 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 I can't think of any other better word for saying it. A lot of you niggas forgot where you came from. You forgot how you got here. I'd be like, yeah, Greek and Latin. Oh, that's not, that's not what we speak. What you speak then, nigga? What's your language? Snatched. Is your name Toby or is your name Kunta Kente? Oh, my name Toby. What's your last name, nigga? My name Jones, my name Smith, my name uh, uh, Douglas, my name, uh, you know, you you got uh, uh, a European name on you. You don't speak your mother tongue. You don't even know your goddamn name. Okay? 
So now when we dealing with uh, the language, they don't give a damn about your language, family. They couldn't care, care less about what you speak. You better speak their language, their mother tongue. Well, they speak English. So where does English come from? Who is their alma mater? Now, keep in mind, that's Colombia. That's the goddess Colombia. That's that's their mother tongue. Their mother tongue is Latin. Okay? That's their mother tongue. You don't speak your mother tongue. Remember? Remember? So now when we go into uh, the way you think, you think the way you speak. So when we go into religion, all the religion is based off them. Okay? You have to understand perspective because you think with a European mind, period. So now let's go into the history. Let's go into the history, family, because I always deal with the root of what we talking about. Y'all be talking this new shit, words like bootylicious. That's some new school shit, family. Y'all just made that shit up, okay? I know you made it up, but the kids don't know you made it up. So now when we go back to these words that was made up, in the 10th century, the letter U was created. And it was really later than that. In the 12th century, the letter W was created. And finally, in the 15th century, 1,500 years after Jesus died, because this is year 2018, supposedly, under, under the Gregorian calendar, under the 5th century, they just created the letter J. I'm going to go into why this is important in just a second in terms of religion. But I first need you to understand the timeline, family. So when we start with the letter U, the letter U was really the letter V. The letter U was really the letter V. Now we're going to break down the name Jesus. I'm just going to give you a spoiler alert. We're going to break down the name Jesus. J-E-S-U-S. I'm going to break all that down. But first, let's, let's, let's get into this. In the 10th century, there was a letter U. The letter U was created from the letter V. In the 12th century, there's a letter, letter W. Double U. If you look at the letter W, it doesn't look like a double U. It looks like a double V. The letter U used to be the letter V. That's why the letter W looks like two V's. Now, that's just a little teaser to get into the real meat and potatoes. In the 15th century, even later down the line, the letter J finally came out. Finally. Now, um, when you uh, say the alphabet, uh, S-T-U-V-W, U-V-W, they're not right beside each other because of coincidence, family. There's a purpose to this. So now let's go to the beginning of the alphabet, H-I-J, H-I-J. So the, just like the U-V-W uh, are right beside each other, H-I and J are right beside each other for a purpose. Now, I wanted to also let you know that we're talking about the alphabet. Alpha, beta, the alphabet. Why am I pointing this out? Because you're not speaking in, oh, wrong button. You're not speaking in your mother tongue, your alma mater. You're speaking the alpha beta. This is their language family. So now when they created the letter J, they created it from the letter I. The letter J is simply the letter I with a hook on the bottom. You see this tail right here? 
that's the letter I with a hook on the bottom. Now, I want to point this out. This portion right here, this is called a tittle. I'm going to go into why this is important. This is called a tittle. So now um, let's simply go into uh, online etymology because a lot of y'all are scholars and you are going to go and research me. You're going to go and you're going to look up the letter J and you're going to fact check me and you're going to say, hey, Crumb, I went and I researched the shit you was talking about and I found this and I found that. Well, this is what you're going to find. The letter J is a late modification of the Roman letter I. So there it is, family. There it is. But now I want to tell you um, who and what. So let's start with who. When the letter J was, uh, 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 when was the letter J added to the English language? It was Gian, which is short for Giovanni. Giovanni Giorgio Tresini was the first to explicitly distinguish the I and the J, representing two separate sounds in his book, The, uh, the Episcopal of uh Tresini, Tresino. Um, now, this was in 1524, and it was this is the dude right here, and he was a famous poet back in his day. So, you know, um, when we want to talk about who's influencing influence the, the, the language, is literally the writers who are influencing the language. So, this is in 1524. He introduces the letter J. Why is this important in terms of religion? Because he was a Jesuit family. He was a Jesuit. Now, what was going on in 19, I'm sorry, in 1524, the, uh, the 1500s? In the 1500s, you had this dude. His name is St. Ignatius, uh, Ignace, Ignatius, uh, and he was a Spanish soldier and an aristocrat. What do you call that family? Somebody who's a, who's a soldier and an aristocrat. He's a warlord family. He's a warlord. Now, this uh, soldier and aristocrat, which I call a warlord, establishes the society of Jesus. Why would a warlord be establishing the society of Jesus? Because this was on the heels of the, um, the Christian Crusades. Um, in this name, we shall conquer. Anytime you're dealing with religion, you're dealing with war, family. Because to get to, to peace, you have to go through uh, 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 war. I don't know if you ever read the book 1984, but it says war is peace. In order for peace, you need war. This is the backwards thinking that they uh, embody through their religion. So now the Jesuits, this is in the 1920s. Uh, uh, I keep saying 19. This is in the 1520s, the 1540s. They're just now getting their uh, their uh, momentum. Uh, and, and they keep this momentum. Now, this right here is Pope Francis. He's the most famous Jesuit you've ever known or ever. He's the most famous Jesuit you never knew about. So the Jesuits are a cult. They're a cult order of Jesus. It's a men cult order. Um, I don't know if it says it up here. It doesn't say it, but it was him and six of his soldiers. So it was seven men who started this cult. They uh, they invented the letter J and then they started creating these words like Jesus, like like Jew, like uh, Jerusalem, like uh, Jeremiah, uh, you know, these, these words uh, which just aren't real words. They're just new school words equivalent to words like bootylicious. You know, even though bootylicious is in, in the dictionary, it's it's a neologism, neologism. It's it's a new school word. 
that's not some, you know, when we're dealing with religion and ancient times, that's not ancient, family, in no way, shape, or form. So you're like, Crumb, how do you know that uh, Gian, which is Giovanni G, uh, Giorgio Tresino, was a uh, Jesuit? Well, if you look at look in the book Hermes and the Jesuits, whose name are you going to find? Let me, let me see if I can, just to let you know, um, this is the book. That's the book. And whose name is in there? Giorgio's. What's the book called? The Jesuits. Well, it's, it's, it's a longer title, but you get where I'm coming from, where I can clearly tie the guy who created the letter J to a organization of people who are trying to spread the name Jesus. And they're spreading it through war. They're spreading it through war. Let's be clear about that. This is a Christian crusade uh, where you uh, submit to the name Jesus Christ under the sword. You submit under the sword, family. Not not because of love or for, for something great that Jesus did. You submitted under the sword from these people. Okay? So, um, now, when the letter J, uh, when was the letter J invented? It was not until the 16th, it was not until 1630 that the differentiations became uh, general in England. So he did this in 1524, but it really didn't create traction until damn near 100 years later. Now, uh, why 100 years later? Because uh, note in the original 1611 version of the King James Bible, there was no letter J. Now, we know uh, 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 the King James Bible now. But you don't you may you probably don't know about the 1611 Bible. And even if you do know about the 1611 Bible, you don't know its significance. The significance of the 1611 King James Version Bible was it that it has no letter J. James was spelled Eames. And Jesus was spelled Aesus. Okay? So there, there you have the significance. Now, the 1611 Bible also holds the Apocrypha, but uh, I want to uh, get into that in the next slide. And here we are. Next slide. OK, so the Holy Bible has uh, 66 books. Now, um, that's not really accurate. The reality is there are more books to the Bible. You have the book of Lilith. I'm going to go into the story of Lilith one day. You have the book of Barnabas. In that video that I do on Lilith, I may talk about Barnabas too, because in the book of Barnabas, it talks about how Jesus uh, uh, did not die. Jesus lived and and, and Judas was the one who died on the cross. Uh, but nonetheless, um, the uh, the uh, the King James, I'm sorry, the 611 version of the Holy Bible, as we can see here, here's a screenshot. The Holy Gospel of Aesus Christ, according to St. Matthew. So here we are, family. I want you to focus in on this. That's the name Jesus, family. That's the name Jesus. I-E-S-U-S. Remember when I told you about the letter U? Remember when I told, hold on, let me, let me try to find it for you real quick, family. Here we go. Uh, oh, my, there we go. Well, Mm, okay, there we go. So now, uh, uh, in the 10th century, the letter U was created. We didn't get the letter U just until the 10th century. Where did uh, S T U U V? After U is V because U comes from V, and after V is double U, which really looks like a double V. So now we have right here in the King James uh, 1611 Bible where you don't have a J, nor do you have a letter U. So when we talk about the significance of this Bible, we're talking about um, uh, uh, new language versus old language. But he knew her not till... Uh, Till he had brought forth her uh, firstborn son, and he called his name Aesus. Aesus. His name is Aesus. Okay. 
Are you following me? So um, now that we have, we've gone through the middle of this, I just want to give a quick shout out to the family. Uh, if you could, please, uh, I've, I've reached my limit on Facebook at 5,000 friends. So if you could, please follow me on Facebook. Now, also, I want you to subscribe to me on YouTube. But the issue is that I have a hacked page on YouTube. So if you don't see the word crumb inside the profile picture, that's the wrong YouTube uh, page. So follow me on YouTube. It's the one that has... Uh, 24 videos. I'm about to upload some new videos too, so it's going to be more than that. Uh, and I think I'm about at 500 subscribers now. Um, also, I just got my Instagram jumping. I just got my Instagram jumping. So it's, it's crumb underscore snatcher underscore uh, at Instagram. And also, please, 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 family, like this. Uh, comment on this. Tell me what you think. And of course, share this. Uh, please share this. All right. So um, continuing on, I just had to do my little plug. I do that in all my videos going forward. So continuing on, here's the timeline. Here's the timeline, family. So you, you're right here. 2018. Uh, Jesus, Iesus, he's right here. Zero AD. So as you can see, here's my timeline. Now, I want to make it clear Ain't no Jesus family. Ain't this is all bullshit religion. So I don't need y'all coming on my comments talking, oh Jesus ain't real. Nigga, I know Jesus ain't real. I know it. We going deeper into this shit, nigga. So save that Jesus ain't real shit, cause I get that part. I'm just trying to show your ass some science so when you go to your family, you can be able to break the shit break the shit down right and exact. So follow me and don't get ahead of me talking that old crumb you on that Jesus shit. I'm not on the Jesus shit, nigga. I'm on a teaching shit. So learn some shit. Goddamn. All right, here we go. You're here, 2018. That's you right there. The letter J just came about right here. So uh, we, we have uh, 1,500 years ago. Who the hell is this? Who is this right here? Not only uh, was there no J back then, there wasn't even a U back then. So who is this? Who, who are you, dude? So, um, uh, there wasn't uh, a, a W back then either, but I just want to stick on uh, the J and the U. Couldn't be no Jesus, because ain't no J. Hell, nigga, it won't even know you. Okay? So, no, I don't believe in Jesus. You don't have to come on my page and convince me Jesus ain't real. I get it. I'm just trying to give you some deeper science. So now, if there is no letter J, now keep in mind, the Old Testament is written in Hebrew. The Old Testament is written in Hebrew. The New Testament is written in Greek. Why is this important? Because if there's there was no letter J in Hebrew back then, however, there was no letter J in Hebrew right now. Ain't no letter J in Hebrew right now. Ain't no letter J in Greek. There was no letter J in Greek here. There was no letter J in Greek here. So, who the hell is Jehovah? Who the hell is Jesus? Huh? If won't no letter J then or now in Hebrew. Who who is this person? So now cuz we dealing with Greek, we got to we got to analyze the Greek gods. Well, who are the Roman and the Greek gods? Because you can't be talking about no Hebrew God.
So now we have this. I thought it froze. I thought it froze. All right. So now we have the Messiah. Um, and his name is as well as Aesos, uh, or uh, what they call Jesus, which basically translates to hell juice. Zeus, S-O-U-S, that's short for Zeus. Zeus is short for, so you just drop the O and that's how you get Jesus. But I'm going to go into that. I'm going to go into that very deeply. So here we go. Here we go. Uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, before I go in, any deeper into that, I just want to talk that we're not talking our native tongue. We've lost our native tongue. It is what it is, family. I'm over it. We've lost our native tongue. However, even though we've never heard anybody speak our native, native tongue, our family still has glyphs. We still have glyphs over in uh, Alkebalon or what you call Africa. Now, as we can see, the glyph for the supposedly for the letter J is is this snake. And if you put the snake on the side, you can see how it kind of resembles the letter J. However, the one who translated this was Jean Francois Champollion, and he was a Tamahu. Uh, and you know, he when he translated it, he got most of it wrong. So uh, there was no letter J family. This, this is just their best attempt to fit their um, uh, understanding of the word world uh into real life into what our ancestors had so um now that we're dealing with the ancestors let's go into a different uh, uh perspective and i'm gonna back this up family i promise to you i'm gonna back this up i'm gonna back it up so now we have here uh the egyptian god heru the egyptian god heru now uh heru turns to the greek god Zeus. Now, the Greek god Zeus turns to Jesus, but how does this happen? Well, in Latin, the H sound is spelled with a J. Uh, we see that when when the name uh, uh, when a name such as Jose is spelled instead of H O S E, it's J O S E, Jose. And uh, they took the first part of Heru's name, which is Hey or He, which equates to Hey. Or he, hey Zeus, uh, and added uh, uh, Zeus behind it. Well, actually, here let me just point to what I'm what, what I'm what I'm reading. In the Latin, the H sound is spelled with a J. Uh, we see that when the name such as Jose, not with a J, is spelled instead of uh, Jose. I'm sorry, it is spelled with a J, not with a H. It's Jose, but uh, that's the uh, pronunciation. They took the first part of Heru's name, Hey. Hey Zeus, hey, hey Ru, which equates to hey, hey, and added Zeus, hey Zeus, and now you have hey Zeus. It's that easy, family. It's that easy. So um, I just want to point out, in addition to that, the H, because they dropped it, hey Zeus, the H has always had a silent um, sound to it. Now, if you could look over here, I uh, point out uh, the silent H in our honor, honest, rhyme, rhythm, expedition. Uh, I'm sorry, exhibition or light. H has always been silent, family. H-I-J and is right beside each other. Now, when we talk about um, Spanish, because we just talked about Jose, we have the J. 
because they said it was J in Latin. Well, it wasn't J in Latin. It was I, because we and J in Latin is O Ota, Ho Ota. The J is pronounced in all cases like the soft G. Um, that is much like an H in English. In some areas, particularly Spain, Spain the haota is pronounced more crisply and somewhat harsh or um, a guttural sound. But anyway, as you already know it, uh, Jose. Again, they have Jose as your example. Now, we look in English uh, for the Spanish J. And J always is pronounced in English like a H, but more emphatic. Jalopino. Jalopino? Jalopino. Jalapeno, okay? Are you following me? Now, this Spanish J-O-T-A is really from Latin or what we call Greek, because that's the, really the origins, A-O-T-A. So instead of J-O-T-A, it's really I-O-T-A, I-O-T-A. Uh, and what is the definition? So it's a noun, a tiny or scarcely detectable amount, an iota, a very small amount. Well, what's the second definition? The ninth letter to the Greek alphabet. It's the I. What's the tenth letter? J. So this H-I-J. This is all just one thing connected. So now when we talk about I iota, I iota is something very small. So right now, right here, we have the Greek, I'm sorry, excuse me, the Hebrew alphabet because the Old Testament is written in Hebrew. Okay, the New Testament is written in Greek. So now we have the Old Testament written in Hebrew. Here, if you can see it, well, I'm sure you can, uh, is the letter Y in Hebrew is pronounced Yad. So instead of uh, in Spanish, Ja-Ota, uh, in Greek, I-Ota, in Hebrew, Yad-Da, Yad-Ota, Yad. So now, um, this is called a Jot. The Jot is the Hebrew letter Yad, which is the smallest letter in the Hebrew alphabet. Look at it, family. That's the smallest letter. Definition of iota, tiny or scarcely detectable amount, something small. So in Hebrew, the iota uh, or the Jaota is the Yad or Yoda, Yoda. Now the tittle, the tittle is the minor stroke that distinguishes certain Hebrew letters from others. It is very small. Now, if we look right there at the top, that's the yod. Right there, that little pointy part that's sticking out, that's the tittle. So now there, it don't have a tittle on it. So this is a very small portion. Dag, now I'm pressing buttons. Give me two seconds, family. Let me switch hands. Uh, my mouse backwards. Okay, there we go. All right, so a jot and tittle, jot and tittle. So let me bring your attention to uh, the book of Matthew, chapter five, verse eighteen. For truly I say to you, unto heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter, which what we call a jot, a uh, jota, j o t a. Uh, I'm sorry, a jot, J-O-T, 
a a jot a jota so now it says um for truly I say unto you until heaven and earth pass away uh, not the smallest letter jot jata iota yod yoda or stroke which is a tittle remember when I uh, showed you up here uh, a tittle hold on let me let me show it to you right there the dot on side of this on, on the top that's a tittle so now uh, when we go back here uh, where am I at? Okay. Uh, into Matthew, or stroke pass uh, from the law until all is accomplished. Not one uh, smallest jot or tittle will pass before all the law is accomplished. So now we have Hebrew, which Hebrew comes from Aramaic. Jesus didn't speak Hebrew. Jesus spoke Aramaic. Jesus didn't even exist, but during that time period, People spoke Aramaic because y'all going to get up here. Jesus didn't exist. I know. But during that time period that they say Jesus existed, what did people speak? People spoke Aramaic. OK, so uh, here's my timeline right, right around. The, you are here. That's you right here. This is the fucked up portions of language that your ass fell for. And you started speaking when you gave up, when, when your native tongue was beat out of you, when your mother tongue was beat out of you. But doing when they say this uh, uh, fake story happened, that's when people weren't speaking Hebrew. People were speaking Aramaic. So now uh, when I say Jot or Yad, which is uh, supposedly the Y or the smallest part of the alphabet, uh, which is a Jot or a Tittle, um, we understand this is actually through uh, Aramaic originally and not Hebrew because we're going further and further back. But a jot is the smallest letter only in the Aramaic alphabet, proving Jesus wrote Hebrew uh, using the Aramaic alphabet. Uh, Jesus didn't write nothing. Jesus didn't even exist. But anyway, uh, so here we go with a tittle. Uh, a tittle is a small mark that it, that. Um, a, a tittle is a small mark that distinguishes between two letters the same way uh, we know that a O, we, we know an O from a Q. So if you look at the O and the Q, that right there is a tittle to distinguish the O from a Q. Now from a B from a K, the B has a tittle on it. So now when we're looking at a yacht or a jot or a iota or a yoda, we have a tittle. So we understand how this letter has influenced uh, the um, uh, understanding of religion. So now um, I'm about to wrap this up, family. I'm about to wrap it up. Uh, Jesus. So now we're looking at Jesus or Yeshua. Some of y'all call him Yeshua, but you see that you is in there. So we still messing up because ain't no you. Ain't no J and ain't no you. So how, who the hell is Yeshua? So now we have Hebrew. Hebrew begats Greek, or, or Aramaic begat Hebrew, Hebrew begat Greek, Greek begat Latin, Latin begat modern English. So, you know, you see the Hebrew name, you see the Greek name, you and you see the V. You see the V, which kind of looks like a U? Now, Latin, it definitely looks like a V, and then eventually the U comes along and you have this name, or the U and the J. So, uh, here's the pronunciation. Yeshua. Yeshu, Yehu, and then I and the Su, Aisu, Aisu, Aisus, Jesus. So let's talk about what we're looking at. So we're right here. Yeshu, 
the letter A drop since there is no Greek character for the Hebrew letter Ayin. So that's why the letter A dropped in Hebrew because there was no uh, Greek letter for that when they tried to translate the new the Old Testament from Hebrew. Yehu. S-H dropped since there is no Greek character for Hebrew Shin. So we're translating Greek into, I'm sorry, translating Hebrew into Greek, but the Greek alphabet don't have certain letters, so then you're going to have these issues. Aesus, Hebrew, yeah, equals Greek, i.e., yeah. This is a Hebrew or Greek equivalent. So that's why we have Aesus, or yeah, Yesus. Now we have Aesu. The letter S is added in Greek as a nominative case in, uh, uh, towards the ending, indicating uh, a name. So they put the S on the back to show that it's a name. The letter O dropped in English transliterations so that the original King James, uh, 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 for the King... I'm sorry, what am I looking at? Oh, I'm sorry. See the King James Version. So if you see the King James Version, that's when we get to the 1611 Bible, Aesus. Then we get after the 1611 Bible, then the letter J was introduced to the English alphabet in the 14th century after death, replacing instance instances of the letter I, uh, and that was in the King James Version. Now, I walked you through Hebrew, Greek, Latin, all the way to English, and now that we walked through that, the name Jesus is a transliteration of the Hebrew name Yeshua, which is a shortened form of Yeshua or Joshua. The name Yeshua literally means salvation. Joshua. So your Jesus is really Joshua. But you'd be like, oh, but the letter J and the letter Y, there's some type of connection between that? Yes. If you look at the word hallelujah, hallelujah, uh, it's a noun. It's a Hebrew word meaning praise ye Yah. Translating the Hebrews plural uh, imperative form of you in English, yay. And the shortened form of Yahweh, Yahweh, in Hebrew, Yah. Praise ye Jehovah. So now, when you look at the word hallelujah, you can see that the J-A-H is pronounced Yah. Hallelujah. Not hallelujah. Oh, no, Crumb. We do say hallelujah. Oh, you do? Where? In Rastafarianism. Rastafarianism. Ja. Hallelujah. Okay? Okay, family? So, we we know that Ja um, is really Yah. Jah is really Yah. Hallelujah. Are you following me, family? Is anybody in Facebook land following me on this one? So now let's look up the name John. The name John is a very popular name. Check, check. 
So uh, the name John is a common masculine given name in the English language of originally Semitic origin. The name is derived from the Latin Ionis. Uh, I'm sorry, Jonas or Johannes, which is the form of the Greek name Johannes, originally born in the Hellenized Jew transliter uh, transliterating the Hebrew name Johannin, uh, graced by Yah. Not Jah, Yah, Hallelujah, or Johanan, Jahweh is gracious, Jah, Yah, Yahweh. There is a numer uh, uh, there are numerous forms of the name in different languages, and this in uh, uh, English is simply translated as John. So you may remember John as really being Johan. Johan is really Johan. You know, like in Spain, in our French, you have bonjour, not bonjour, bonjour. Because there was no J and, and all across multiple languages, you're going to have an issue um, uh, finding and translating that J. If you look at um, the Nation of Islam, the message to the black man written by uh, the prophet Elijah Muhammad. Jah, Elijah. Not Elijah, Elijah Muhammad. He talks about the prophet Yaqub. Well, you know, Yaqub is simply Jacob. If you look in the Quran, you have the book of uh, uh, Surah. Now, in Surah, they talk about Yosef. Yosef is really Joseph. Because everywhere you have a, a Y, I don't care what religion or what language you're dealing with. Everywhere you have a J, it's really a Y. So, um, with that said, family, I just want... Uh, uh, my brothers and sisters to have a better understanding of religion and how this language uh, was introduced to us um, to confuse us. You know, um, I'm not saying that the Bible is real or anyone or anything in the Bible is real, but I do find it very interesting that in the Bible, they talked about a story of how God came down and used language to confuse the people. I just find it interesting that they use language to confuse the people. So now, um, fast forward uh, to 2000. Well, you know, let's just say that was 2000. Well, actually, that was a little bit before 2018 years ago. But let's just say um, fast forward 2018 years. They're still using um, this language to confuse the people. I'm trying to find that timeline. Here we go. They're using uh, the language from this time. Fast forward all the way to this time. And they're using this language to confuse the people. So I just want you to know, brothers and sisters, um, this is my best attempt to help you understand uh, language and how it corresponds to religion. So with that said... I joined people watching, so uh, peace and love to the family for watching. Uh, please follow me on Facebook. I already maxed out at 5,000 friends, so just follow me. Um, 
please subscribe to me on YouTube. But the thing about YouTube is I have two uh, YouTube pages. Uh, one has been hacked and I don't have access to it. Please follow the one that says Chrome in the profile picture. Um, it's the one that has 24 videos. I'm gonna upload some new videos today. I'm almost at 500 subscribers on Facebook. I'm sorry, on YouTube. And also I just got my Instagram popping family. I just got my Instagram popping. So if you could um, uh, follow me on Instagram, I'm gonna have some banging shit on Instagram coming soon. And of course, uh, please feel free to like this, uh, comment, let me know what you think. If there's any value that you wanna add, anything that I miss, you wanna put up there as well. Um, please do that. Uh, and also share this family. Please share this video, share it on your page and also share it in the groups because based on the algorithm, if you share it on your page, only 7% of your uh, friends will see it. If you share it in a group, it's going to be like 50%. There's a huge difference. So with that said, family, peace, 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 Ashe, Ashe, Rahubet, Rahubet, respect, respect, love, love. Islam, Islam, Shalom, Shalom, Salam, Salam, Asalam Alaikum, Alaikum Salam, Salam, Peace. Whatever the greeting is in your respective language, we really need to focus more on the language. I uh, just want to say, uh, with my closing remarks, that I love you. I'm going to be the first to say I love you. So please comment on my uh, feed that you love me back so don't don't be afraid uh embarrassed or ashamed to say it even if you a man uh, i come to you as as a brother i come to you uh as a friend i come to you as humble as i know possible respect and love i am your brother crumb and peach we are the trump snatcher get snatched our content is conscious edgy and pro-black our goal is to uplift and percent enlighten our people Trigger warning, some of you will disagree with the Trump snatcher. We are not concerned with being politically correct. We are thought-provoking, some of you are gonna think that we're angry. You are wrong, yet you're gonna enjoy the ride. Join our antics in conscious thought and new reality. Get snatched. The views expressed on this podcast are not the views of Positive Vibes Inc., its staff, sponsors, or owners. I love you. We are the Crumb Snatcher. Speak life.